Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hi, everyone. Catherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and the Uncluttered Office podcast. So I have big bags under my eyes because I'm exhausted because I was at this amazing event last night with Peter Shankman, Faster Than Normal Group has to do with ADD and executive functioning disorder. I have EFD. And uh, so super late night by the time I got home. Amazing event. I'm going to have Peter on the show pretty darn soon. I'm going to have him talk about how he manages his time, his ADD, and how he's helping others. Um, Just a phenomenal guy. Not what we're going to talk about today because I am still going through the time and space style inventory, TSSI. And you may be wondering why, since it's called Time and Space, I started with Space First. And here's the thing. And I did three of these. So you can go back and you can see them in the um, episodes. I believe they were episodes 9 through 12. Space has to be set up first. You need a productive environment that's going to help you with your energy. It's very, very hard to manage your time until you've managed your space. Sorry, that's a harsh reality. What you're going to find, though, is when you set up your space so it's super manageable and works for you and is efficient and effective, you're going to become naturally more effective and way better at your time. Just trust me on this. Totally works. I've been doing this a while now. So here we are on the very first time discussion, and this is about hoppers, hyperfocus, and managing your priorities. How do you manage your priorities so you're feeling feeling that you're being productive. And we're all really different. I am going to confess, I am more of a hopper than I am a hyper-focus. So you'll get to hear some of the strategies I use for hopper. I have a hyper-focused husband and daughter. So you will get to hear their strategies. And then, um, of course, clients who run the gamut on this. Remember, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's no, you are absolutely 100% hopper or 100% hyper-focused. You could be a mix in between. It's all good. You are you. You do you. And know that there are people in the world like me who can help you with whatever your natural style and inclination is to get you what you need to be way amazing and successful at your work and enjoy your life. Okay, so here we go. How do you manage your priorities? Well, this is about maintaining your perspective, using your energy productively, creating effective transitions between tasks, and then balancing multiple tasks. So first little side note, multitasking is bullshit. Pardon my language. If you say you multitask, (laughs) 
you're really not multitasking. There is scientific evidence out there that shows that your brain is constantly switching back and forth. Multitasking is a myth with maybe one exception. And that is if you're doing something that doesn't require your brain to be thinking heavily, such as exercising or showering, you can then also think about stuff. And I just learned last night from Peter that I, when I have these brilliant ideas while I'm walking, this marvelous iWatch will let me record. If I do this right now, you know it's going to go off. Will let me record ideas as I'm walking. I was so psyched. I did it this morning. It was like a little practice run. Very exciting. Try not to multitask. You'll, you'll do much better in life. And we'll, we're going to talk about strategies around how you don't have to multitask anymore. So let's start with hoppers. I, I love that it's called a hopper. I think this is hilarious. Thank you, Sina, for coming up with great names. So if you're a hopper, you're always in motion. You like to stay in motion. You tend to want to switch from one activity to another. You can get bored or distracted easily. You love to be busy, and you love having a change of pace. Case in point for me this morning, I had to get money to my daughter for her lunch. I forgot to give it to her. It's only day two of school. It's a new school. It's a new system. And we're not used to it yet. We need to kind of give her the money the night before, but we'll get there. I was feeling frustrated with a task I needed to do. And so what I did was I buzzed out and got the money to her at school. Thank goodness we're only a mile from school. So it was easy to do, but it allowed me to get that done and uh, do something different and give me that change of pace that I said I love so much. If this sounds like you, you might be a hopper. You love variety. I love variety, I should say it in your voice. I rock at multi multitasking. Where did the day go and how did I get here? So your challenges, your hopping can cause other people stress. I definitely see this in my household. You may get frustrated people, frustrated with people who are hyper-focused. You may lack systems to keep you on track projects, or you may not have enough support. And at the end of this, I'm going to talk about coaching because I think there is a lot of value to having a coach to keep you on track. It's what I've done. I have a coach. I do this for folks, setting up your productive environment and then helping you with your day-to-day -day tasks on a time management basis. So talk about that at the end because both of these areas, getting a coach is an awesome, amazing thing. Totally worthwhile thing to do. You love to start things and you get to about 80% and you're like, I'm bored and you move on and you leave the last 20%. This is where the coach has been mission critical for me. Two things have been mission critical for me for getting things done. One was the coach and the accountability and knowing that I'm going to get on a phone call Thursday morning and my coach is going to say, did you do X, Y, and Z? And it's really awesome when you can say, oh, did that. Oh yeah, totally covered that. Yep, that's done. Whereas before this was me. Man, it didn't really matter. I didn't have anybody. I wasn't held accountable to anybody. So it just, eh, I got it done. Great. If it didn't, no biggie. Yeah, not really a great way to move forward in life. And then external forces can impede your flow. So how do I explain that? You may have something where you have a project going and someone else needs to do a piece of it. And then that creates inaction. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, that's my excuse not to finish it. So sometimes it's an external force that causes us hoppers to drop the ball. So what can you do now? You can eliminate distractions and interruptions 
I know this is super hard for people who are in cubicles. You could wear heavy duty headphones that are noise canceling. You could put a sign up that says, please don't disturb me between eight and nine. You might, I know one gal, she goes to work super early to get those tasks done before she's distracted all day. So those are options. I certainly recommend for my clients, you want to use a timer and you want to have auto reminders in your calendar so that you get back to certain projects. One way to do that also is to backwards plan. So you figure out what the project is and the goal, and then you backwards plan your time to make sure that you get all the various steps done. You want to break your large projects into much smaller steps. It's much easier to do one little step of something. So for me today, one of my little steps is to write an email that I'm going to send out to a few people. Okay, my step tomorrow might be to research which of those two or three people are they and how am I going to personalize that email to each of them. You want to definitely have a top three priorities list. So how does this work? You take what you know are your three priorities for the day or the week, you write them down, and then you work on those each day. Now remember, these priorities are small. It's not complete a project. It's write the email template. It's do the research on Susie to help her with her project. You want to create schedules and routines that allow for some variety. It's funny because this is where I kind of get hyper-focused. I tend to have no variety when it comes to things like breakfast and tons of variety when it comes to dinner. You don't have to have everything be varied. I was looking for the word for variety, the verb. Varied. It doesn't have to be varied, but definitely make sure you have things in your life that make things interesting. So my exercise routine, I walk most mornings. There are certainly two or three mornings a week where I do a different kind of exercise program and I have a personal trainer who I meet one afternoon a week and that's really variety because I really don't like working out in the afternoon, but that's the best time for us and that's great. So let's see what I'm missing here. You have got to take planning time. It's absolutely critical for hoppers to take planning time. I'd even recommend, and it's not ideal, but I'd even recommend that on Sunday night, you sit down for about 10 minutes and you plan out your week. It's so worth it. It will be a game changer for you. Okay, a lot about hoppers. Let's talk about hyper-focus. Hyper-focus is you're deeply involved on whatever task you're working on right this moment. You're absorbed by details and you're extremely thorough. Now, listen, if I'm a hopper, I definitely want someone who is a hyper-focus in my life. And I have that in my virtual admin. She's amazing. You lose track of time because you're totally in the flow and enjoying the task you're on, and you resist any planning that requires deadlines. Luckily, I do not have that problem with my virtual admin. She's great about deadlines. And you finally love checklists. Woohoo! My husband loves checklists. He calls it the honey-do list, and he loves to be able to just check that thing off. Every single little thing that I need him to get done, he just checks it off. We use those for grocery shopping. Okay, crazy, but true. So this sounds like you if you're a hyper-focused. I can't believe I forgot to take lunch. How is it five o'clock already? I can't start this project until I know I have time to finish it. I just like things to be right. So here are some of your challenges. You may forget to move on to the next priority. You may not keep track of time and so you miss a meeting or you're late to a meeting. You get short-tempered with people who remind you of what time it is. 
You may have trouble prioritizing because you're wrapped up in a particular project and you have difficulty transitioning when you're deeply focused on that project. And finally, too many priorities can cause complete overwhelm. And I've seen this in action with a client where they just, every time they turned around. And so I said to her, I said, you have to start saying to your boss, I need to know what your top three priorities are to get accomplished first before I can move on to anything else. Okay, so how are you going to deal with this? Well, believe it or not, even though hoppers are over here and hyperfocus are over here, you still need this backwards planning. So this, let me go a little more into backwards planning. So this is, um, your project is to get a mailing out. You're going to backwards plan all the steps. So what date do you want the mailing out? Now you're going to think through all the steps. And the way I do this is I just sort of put them on sticky notes. And then I, a friend of mine calls it the wall of pain, Ruth Carter. It's such an awesome thing. She puts all her tasks that she's got to manage on this giant whiteboard, which she calls the wall of pain, the thing she's going to get done. So I have a white desk, so I actually lay them all out on my desk. Then I put them into the calendar. So the specific tasks that have to be done to get a mailing out might include designing the card for the mailing. It might include writing the content. It could include getting the mailing list together, getting stamps getting the mailing printed, finding out when it's going to come in, purchasing the special envelopes. You get the idea. There's a lot of little tasks. And if you are a hopper, how great is it? You just got a whole bunch of little tasks that you can do day to day to day and feel like you've got some variety and you're still accomplishing something. If you're a hyper focus, it allows you to be able to say, these are the things I need to get done by when, and then be able to accomplish them. So you want to plan your time based on your energy levels. Now, I have to tell you, even as a hopper, I do this. So I'm sure I must have a little hyper-focus. I make sure that the most onerous tasks I have to do in the day are in the morning. I am definitely the early bird gets the worm kind of person. Interestingly enough, last night I was saying at the meeting with Peter Shankman that I'd done an experiment and said, I am so amazing in the morning. I have so much energy. I'm really rocked. I do all my best work in the morning. I'm going to work out later in the day. This was a two-week trial I ran. I don't know what else to call it. I don't run, but you know what I mean. I was a complete bomb in it. The first week wasn't so bad. I would get in my workout clothes. I would do a couple hours of work, and then I would go work out. The second week was a complete fail. I didn't do it at all. And here's the thing. Don't put a system in place that you can't sustain. It's not what you should do. It's what you will do. So for me, I am back to working out every morning now. And what I found, and Peter's been saying this for years, and I've kind of said, ah, yeah, okay, whatever, is you get this dopamine hit, if you're a person like me with executive functioning disorder or ADD, where you get your most focus and your most powerful work done right after you exercise. And so Peter's 100% correct. This is true. I have tried this. The other way did not work. The fact is the reason I get so much done in the morning is because I work out first and it's awesome. So I'm back to that and I will not change. And that's great. So why did I tell you all that? Because even though my energy levels are best in the morning, I still need that workout. By the way, the workout takes 30 minutes. It's not like it's taking a huge chunk of my day. I get all my best really tough work done first thing in the morning. You may be a night owl. You may prefer to do all your great, great work at eight o'clock at night and good for you by eight o'clock. I am a human zombie on the couch. 
But if eight's your best time of the day, 8 p.m., then that's when you should do your most onerous, difficult tasks, even if that means maybe your spouse puts the kids to bed. Just something to think about. Really honor your energy levels and when is your best time of day for certain tasks. My least best time of the day is early afternoon. I do all those sort of little tasks that don't require me to put in intensive brain work then. I take a lot of calls. Maybe I go out and meet someone for lunch. I, I actually do do some creative writing in the, in the afternoon, but it's never anything that's on a deadline. So that's the key there for me. You don't want to take on too much if you are hyper-focused because, again, you're going to get overwhelmed by those priorities, which leads me to prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. You know, the first three rules of real estate, location, location, location. The first three rules of time management is prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. I forgot Pomodoro technique, which is amazing. I use this. Pomodoro technique is a timing system where you work in 25-minute chunks. You don't have to make it 25. It's just sort of what they recommend. It can be 30. It can be 20. So I put on the Pomodoro timer, which is right on the computer. It's called tomato-timer.com. And for 25 minutes, I work on that most intensive task. When do I do this? Mostly for me in the morning. Because sometimes those onerous tasks are things that I find onerous. I don't want to do them. So 25 minutes. Then you take a five-minute break. And in that five-minute break, you're not checking your email or looking at the computer. You're going to do something else, whether you're going to walk down the hall and take a water break, um, whether you're going to go get a cup of coffee. You're doing something that's not in front of the computer. Another 25-minute Pomodoro. Good for you if you can do another five and 25. I find that I do 25, then a five-minute break, then 25, and then a 10-minute break. It's amazing what you can get done in 25 minutes. If you haven't tried this, I really advise you try it. It's just amazing. So once again, I'm going to plug the Get a Coach. And I don't really remember ever plugging any of this on my podcast. But I just want to tell you, if you're hyper-focused or if you're a hopper, you would really benefit your time management to have someone who could help you come in and based on your individualized style, set you up for success with all of these different time management techniques. It's one thing to know it. It's another thing to actually be able to implement it. And I know for myself, I couldn't implement these things by myself until I had hired a coach. So I'm here. If you need help, I'd love to help you. I have been there. I've been around the track. I know what it's like to have executive function disorder. I'm very empathetic. I am a no judgment zone. So. If you think yours is the worst office I've ever seen, you're wrong. If you think you're the most overwhelmed, have too many priorities, can't possibly be helped basket case, you're wrong. You're uniquely you. You're an amazing person. I'd love to help you. I wish you all the best of success, whether you're hopping or hyper-focusing, and let's figure out how to manage your priorities. Have an amazing day. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. 
I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.